This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Necessary Roughness. With 11-year NFL veteran, Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year, and captain of the National Championship Michigan Wolverines, John Jansen. And 10-year NFL veteran, two-time Pro Bowl offensive tackle, and Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers, T.J. Lang. Now, here's John Jansen and T.J. Lang. Well, T.J., it wasn't a thing of beauty, but it was another win. Lions are 8-2. They beat the Bears 31-26. Did you think with about 55 minutes into that game that it was even possible? Um, I mean, no, based off the way they were playing, no, it looked like it was going to be <laughs> what, giant kind of what we've been talking about, man, you're due for probably a stinker, you know, I mean, you're not going to probably finish 15 and two, you're due to lose one. That's what that felt like. Yeah. Um, and you know, that, that probably was that game that you were supposed to lose. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, for 56 minutes of it, you just, uh, couldn't figure anything out. You know, it was kind of weird, but um, you know, as I was driving home last night, even kind of reflecting again this morning, I'm like, man, like this is just uh, finding different ways to win. You know, um, last week it was a shootout, really first time they won a shootout. Yeah. Uh, you know, anytime they've let up more than, you know, 30 points in the past couple of years, I mean, that's a loss, right? With the exception, I think first time they played Chicago, which is weird because that was 31 30 last year. But, uh, and then again yesterday, you know, hey, we're down two scores late in the game. We got to find a way to get a stop. We got to find a way to get a quick score. And then they, then they get a stop and then they get a quick score, quick, quick, quick score. And you're like, okay, uh, can we get another stop? Right. And you get another stop. And it's like, oh man, like this might be a real possibility. I just think it's, um, it's, it's, it's encouraging to see them finding ways to win games that they're not supposed to win. Um, and that they haven't won in the past, right? I mean, it, ironically enough, I think the only time that they've come back two scores in the fourth quarter was last year against Chicago, 
kind of the same thing. They were down 30 to 17 late in that yeah. game. And, uh, you know, he found a way to win. But, uh, man, it, it was, like you said, certainly no masterpiece. Um, certainly not a lot of style points coming out of that game no. yesterday. But you know what, man? It is November. It is Thanksgiving week. This is the I don't care what it looks like. Go out there, do whatever you scratch, claw, bite, chew, whatever you got to do to win. We'll make the corrections, you know, on Monday. And uh, certainly there's going to be a lot of corrections. But, uh, man, it was just uh, it was inspiring to watch this team stick together and find a way to uh, have the mental toughness to just say, you know what, it hasn't gone our way, but we still got a shot and we got to make it count. And they made it count. And uh, they're they're reliable. They're dependable players um, stepped up when they needed them the most. Right. Golf, uh, St. Brown, Laporta. Gibbs, I mean, Hutchinson, right, uh, on that last drive. Those guys stepped up when they needed their big-time players to step up. And this is going to be a game because we know they're going to face more adversity down the line, right? Uh, this is going to be a game that, man, you you put in your memory bank. You got the reps. You got the actual physical reps of doing it. You can say, hey, we don't need to panic, right? We've been here before. We know we got to get a little urgency yeah. going, but, you know, we know we're not out of this thing. As long as there's time, as long as we got a shot, we got to keep playing. This is going to be something that they can lean back on, uh, you know, in, in four or five weeks from now, if they hit another point like that, say, you know what, we've done it before. Why, why can't we do it again? Here's if, if we're looking for positives out of this game, obviously it's the win. That's the only thing that really matters. They won the game and you heard the reaction from Dan after the game. It was a elation in the locker room. Never feel bad for winning a game, but for as bad as Jared Goff played at the start of that game. Now, it wasn't all bad, but obviously three interceptions could have been maybe a fourth or a fifth at, at, at different points. But with four minutes and 15 seconds left in the game, the ball was in his hands. And he, he took the, the Lions on two drives. One of them was six plays, 75 yards, totaled a minute, 16 seconds. The other one was 11 plays, 73 yards, two minutes and four seconds. We were wondering if, with the ball in his hand, could he be a quarterback out there and win you a ball game? And in this game, he had to do it twice, and he was able to get it done. And yeah. let's go back to the end of the first half. It was kind of the same thing. At the end of the first half, he was able to regroup, put together a drive, take the lead going into halftime. So it wasn't, wasn't a thing of beauty, but it wasn't all bad. But he did show that as a quarterback, as a guy that you at sometimes you're going to have to put things behind you, good or bad, and turn on to the next play, the next drive, the next possession, and he was able to do that. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like a Snickers commercial where, you know, the one's like, hey, you're acting like a little bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then you have the Snickers, and then you're like, are you, are you good? Are you better now? Yeah, Snickers, yeah. Are you good? Yeah, are you good? Um, that was uh uncharacteristic, you know, start, like you said. I mean, opening – two possessions you turn the ball over yeah then you kind of get into a rhythm there before half you score and you're like okay we're up 14 10 we get the ball come out of half right okay everything's good then you kind of hit rocky wall again right three and out or, or not a three and out but you punt the first possession you fumble you throw another interception you punt you're like what what is going on out here right i mean look we know division games aren't easy but yeah i don't think anybody's accusing this bears team of you know, being one of the best defenses out there in the league. Um, they, they, it was, I think it it was one of those games where it took them a while to kind of adjust. And look, I, I think, you know, the positives are obviously the way you finish. The positives are, you know, Jamison Williams is getting better. David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs are still those guys. I know yesterday, you know, you only had the ball for 19 minutes and like 40 seconds. I mean, when you're down two scores or when you're down nine or you're down 12, right, you, you can't 
can't really run the ball as much as you want to. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get as many opportunities yesterday in the run game, but the run game was still really good. So those are all positives. Uh, the negatives, look, I think, you know, offensively, uh, you're going to have to start preparing for teams to your defenses to really start clogging up the middle of the field. I mean, that's something that Baltimore did uh, against this Lions passing attack and uh, couldn't really find an answer to that. It's something that Chicago did yesterday. I mean, on, on just normal down situations, they were just dropping guys back to the middle of the field uh, and saying, you know, you're not throwing those crossing routes that you love. You're not throwing those, you know, 14-yard in routes, Tom and Ross St. Brown, that's a staple of this offense. Yeah. Uh, you got to find creative ways to get the ball to the perimeter when teams are doing that. It just took them a while to adjust to that. Uh, but like you said, I mean, I was encouraged really the – the two-minute aspect of this team when Jared Goff had to have it, uh, he had three situations like that and three touchdowns, one to close out the first half, and then obviously the last two drives of the game. He, you're putting the ball in his hands in an up-tempo style that said, you know what, we need you, man. We're, put, we're, we're putting this game on your back. And he was able to go out there and, and finish in a positive note. Um, really encouraging. Now, some things they're probably looking at today, and they're not going to spend too much time on this Chicago game this week. You only got three days to prepare for Green right. Bay. We all know today is it's all Green Bay, right, the rest of the week. Um, but defensively, man, you still got to find a way to get consistency with the pass rush. Just felt like way too many times yesterday Justin Fields was, you know, going through one, two, three, and then kind of move around a little bit. And, oh, I'm going to take a shot deep um, because you're just not getting the consistent amount of pressure uh, on him so that's that's an area that look it's starting to become a little bit of concern um now it's not a crutch yet because it hasn't cost him a game um but you know that's kind of the same thing with the turnovers you're kind of playing with fire a little bit you're gonna go against a good team where if you don't get the pass rush and you keep turning the ball over those things will bite you in the ass so um you know i know that that team's they're they're no they're no dummies i mean they're not over there celebrating like it was the biggest win ever and you just ignore all the mistakes you made they have higher expectations for themselves i just i'm so encouraged that you know, really it was probably a C-minus level game, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, a game you're supposed to lose, and you find a way to win. That's the, we, I mean, we haven't said that a lot about this team uh, over the history, right, no. of this team. And no. I think, man, you that, that's, that's going to build their confidence. And you've got – and I think you all understand short week going into Thursday, incredible opportunity to put yourself in a great spot heading into the last month of the season. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that matchup with Green Bay here in just a few minutes because uh, we're only going to have uh, one uh, podcast this week due to the holiday. Um, so we'll talk about that in just a moment. But a couple of things I do want to continue to discuss about this matchup with the Bears. And f first, and in, in probably, you know, I don't know if it's the biggest play, but it had the biggest uh, reaction and the biggest results, and that is Aiden Hutchinson. When you had to have it, he came through with the sack, fumble, and obviously ball was kicked out of the back of the end zone, so it was a safety. But you and I have both played against guys that when, when you got to have it as pass rushers and they could turn it on and flip that switch, they go from really good to great. Now, I'm not, really, I'm not ready to say Aiden Hutchinson has gone from really good to great, but that was one of those moments where he flipped it on and he changed the game. Yeah, they had to have him. I mean, you had to yeah. have it, right? Somebody had to step up and make the play. You just got your offense to do it, right? You got to stop. The offense went down, took care of business. You got another stop. The offense went down, took care of business, gave you the lead. Now it's your turn again, right? It's your turn. Like sometimes when, when guys step up and guys are making plays, it starts to become contagious. And I think that was a moment that for Aiden Hutchinson, look, probably been 
pretty frustrated over the last couple of weeks. He gets asked about the pass rush all the time. And, hey, the, you're getting a ton of hurries, right? One of the sacks going to start to come. That was one of those moments that just said, you know what? I'm calling game. I'm going to give him my best rush. I'm going to impact this game, and I'm going to end it right here. And you're right. I mean, sometimes you have a guy with that type of attitude. There's not much you can do to slow him yeah. down or stop him. Uh, that, to me, looked like a guy that was frustrated, that was probably tired from being on the field for 40 minutes <laughs> that day, they were out that just said, time. you know what, man? I'm sick of this. I'm going out here and I'm making a play. And he did. And that's something that, uh, you know, Dan Campbell talks all the time about, man. We, we've got reliable players. We've got dependable players. We need those guys to step up in big moments. And it took a while yesterday, but uh, ultimately you were able to get some of those guys to do that late in the game. And um, fitting way to end, I think, with Hutchinson making that play, um, just kind of getting a little bit of pressure off of his back, I think, in yeah. my opinion, right? And for a guy like him, we know, man, sacks, they, they come in bunches. When you get hot, uh, you know, when you get that first one that you haven't had in a while, right, then you start to get that confidence, and then they just start rolling in a little bit. So hopefully that's something that can propel him and the rest of that defensive line uh, into making more of an impact throughout the entirety of the game and not yeah. just waiting until the last couple minutes, right? Excited about that for him. Uh, also excited that Jamison Williams seems to be more of a part of the offense. Now he's, I know he was only targeted three times. We've seen him downfield running. He wasn't drafted to be a run blocker, but whether it was Tampa and he had a big touchdown uh, or this past week against the, the Bears, that ability or that at least that threat of we can score quickly, Jamison Williams is a part of that is going to open up some things for Laporta, for Gibbs, for Amon Ross St. Brown. But just having that, what is in your thoughts when you saw that happen? It was what, uh, oh, I got the numbers here. Six plays, 75 yards, a minute 16. Obviously, that was a 32-yard uh, strike. But having that threat of we can strike, we can strike fast, what does that give the Lions for yeah, the rest of the season? I mean, look, with Jamison, he's getting better every week, right? He's making improvements. Um Sure, there's going to be some people out there that say, well, you know, you, you didn't have 10 catches and 200 yards. He's a bust. He's a bust. No, yeah. no, that's not what this offense needs him to be uh, at this point of the season. They need him to find a way to become one of those reliable players that we talk about. And I think he's doing that. And yesterday, you know, you heard Jared Goff talk about it. We heard Coach Campbell kind of praise that this kid's getting better, man. He's doing everything we ask of him. He's starting to build, you know, that that trust. We believe in him. Uh, Jared Goff trusts him. You know, he, he's doing things the right way. And I think anytime you do it like that, you're always going to be poised to make a big player. You're going to be poised to have kind of one of those breakout games that we like to talk about. Um, but obviously a huge moment in that game, man. I mean, he does a nice job of using his speed to get to the deep corner and um, bring in the catch in, right? That's yeah. all we kind of been asking of the kid. Just catch the ball, <laughs> Just catch the ball man. Make the opportunities that are there. It's been a couple games in a row now where he's doing that. He's making the plays that are there. And that's how you build trust in your quarterback. That's how you build trust with the play caller. That's how you build trust with your teammates, man. They look at you as a guy that when you get in the huddle, now they're excited because they know what kind of potential you have. And I think he's turning into that type of player. Now, you know, at this point of the season, you don't expect a, them to change the complete offense and say, okay, guys, it's the JMO show. They're not going to do that. We know what kind of identity they are. Um, but the the you know the the consistency that he's been playing with can go a long way because now you can start to develop those one or two maybe three gadget plays during the game that said hey you know we're gonna show him hard play action and we're just throwing it up to Jamo just gonna utilize his speed right um, you can start you can start having more confidence calling those plays because he's starting to 
take advantage of those opportunities. So I, I, I hope he continues to get better uh, throughout the season because they're going to need him uh, down in this stretch. They're going to, they're going to have to play up another game like this, where maybe you're down a couple scores and Hey, we can't run the ball. We just got to start throwing. Jamal's a guy that they're going to start relying on more and more and more as the season progresses. And uh, based off what we've seen the last couple games, man, he looks like he's finally ready to handle that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So short week, don't know if that means Jonah Jackson was held out last week and he'll be back this week, or if they're going to try and buy a little extra time, get him ready back for the Saints game. But Sorsdahl got the uh, got the nod. What did you see? But he had the one hold, bad footwork, put him in a bad position. But what were your thoughts on seeing him out there? Yeah, I thought he was solid. I yeah. mean, anytime you're not calling a guy's name or you're not saying, oh, man, Jared Goff's getting smoked back there or, Oh, man, the run game's terrible, right? Like, the offense line's doing a good job. I thought Soar's done. Look, I mean, that's a tough front to play against uh, the Chicago Bears because they move so much. Yeah. They're slanting. They're spiking. They're it's ramming the defensive ass. ends. Like, it's just when, you you know, when you're zoning to the right and you don't have any help and that guy slants inside, a lot of times your only option is to hold him, right, because yeah. you don't have help. It's just a, it's a tough defense to play against, especially for your first start at left guard, right? We saw him start earlier in the year. I think it was the Raiders game at right guard. And then it's like, hey, buddy, all right, good job. Go to left guard. Now, that ain't easy to do in this league, especially as a young player. Um, I thought he was solid, man. I thought the offense, outside of the turnovers and outside of kind of the weird things that happened with the time of possession and the lack of opportunities that they had, didn't really look all that different with him in there. Um, So, look, this is a heck of an opportunity for this kid, man. He might get another start again this week. And, And, look, I don't mean to play the long game here, but... You know, you look at a guy like Jonah, and he's had bad luck this year, man. Like, he has. He missed a couple games, and then he comes back, and then, you know, something with the wrist. And, like, that's just, man, it, like, things just don't go your way sometimes. He's a free agent after this year, right? Maybe this, if you're Colby Sorsdahl, you got to look at this as an audition, saying, yeah. hey, man, I got a couple games here. I can go show these guys that I'm capable of being a starter uh, for this team and in this league. You never know what could happen, man. That could propel you for the rest of your career. So, you know, I kind of talked to him yesterday. I said, yeah, this is a great opportunity, man. Just keep taking advantage of it. I thought he did a nice job. And, look, I, I even asked him, I said, how nice is it, you know, being able to you – know, I, I know you're kind of panicking a little bit up, up up in your head, you know, when you're switching sides. But, you know, is it a benefit at least playing next to Frank and Decker? And he's like, oh, my oh, God, yeah. like, thank God, right? Thank God I've got two uh, great veteran players that kind of surround me that can help me, that can get me on the same page. He's like, man, it makes that transition – a whole lot easier. So I saw he, he was a guy that's kind of been the story of the of the year for that offensive line. They need guys to step up in big moments and and not impact, you know, how Ben Johnson's going to call the plays and call the offense. Um, they've been able to stay on track. Yesterday I thought was, you know, it, it would have been that same type of game 
had it not been for, you know, the four turnovers that you're losing possessions on. But I thought he did a nice job stepping up. So last time the Lions and Packers played, it was in Green Bay. It was Thursday night football. It was a two-touchdown win um, for the Lions. What? How are both of these teams different now, further down the road? Because that was week four. Yeah. Now you're sitting here, okay, with the bye week, you're looking at it's, uh, it's you know, it's week 11. How is it different? How are both of these teams different now than they were in week four? Uh, you know what? I'm not really – it's kind of hard to point a finger on something and say, man, what are the Lions did? They were 3-1 and one after that game. Right. We know they're 8-2. and two. They're kind of just who so are that, who you they know, are, what we didn't right? talk about like, was the fact that in the <laughs> third part of – no, they're not done with the third part yet. They're 2-0, and oh, yeah. right? Yeah, so we still got – it was 4-1, 4-1. Now yeah, they're still they're got two games left. Yeah. We got two more games left to get to three and one. And heaven forbid four and oh, that'd be awesome. This could be the third game of the third quarter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, look, Packers, I think they're still a, a young team trying to find an identity. Um, yeah, they've always kind of built their offense around Aaron Jones and around AJ Dillon in the run game and the play action game and just play good defense. And they haven't done that this year. They've had some weird games where, uh, you know, Jordan Love's first year starter, man. He's he's made some mistakes, right? Their run game, their offensive line, I think, has been a little disappointing. They obviously lost Bakhtiari early in the season. Yeah. He's not going to play the rest of the year. But they hit a they hit a rough patch there, man. After the Lions game, they lost, you know, four out of their next five, and they just beat the Chargers. So they're probably coming in with a little bit of confidence. But I think it's a young team. I think it's a young team, and I think it's honestly they're a hungry team. Their defense still plays fast. They got guys that can fly around. They've got a lot of weapons on offense. I'll be at young players um but they give those guys chances to make plays and i think this is going to be a very similar style of team that chicago was a team that you know probably not a lot of people are taking serious but if you're not playing good football and you're turning the ball over that's a team that can hurt you right anybody can do that in the nfl so i think anytime you get in these division games and coach campbell even said it yesterday man well you know, throw the records out. I don't care if we're 15 and 0 and they're 0 and 15. It's always going to be a battle. Like there's just something, there's extra juice, there's extra adrenaline when you're playing the teams in your division because these games mean so much. Um, if it's me, if I'm the Lions, my message this week is hey, this is a, uh, this is another chance to make a statement in this division, right? We've won our last seven division games now, 2 and 0. Uh, so far this year, this is how we get to our goals. First goal is always getting that division title, right? Um, I used to have a coach, Mike McCarthy, that said, you know, we can't talk about the playoffs till we get to 10 wins. Once we get to 10 wins, now we can start dreaming a little bit. Now we can start thinking about seeding and all that stuff. But we got to win the division. We got to get to 10 wins first. You got a chance to get to nine this week, right? And you got a chance to really open it up a little bit because we obviously know they got some help yesterday yeah. with the Vikings looked like they were getting hot at kind of a dangerous time. Uh, now you really got a chance to build even a bigger cushion to where – if you do have another stinker later in this year, you're able to sustain it. You're able to overcome that because, you know, you pulled off a couple games like this yeah. where hey, it wasn't ugly, man, but we found a way to get a win. I just Thanksgiving's always an awesome time down at the stadium, huh. too. I mean, the crowd is is electric. It's an incredible tradition. Um, this game is like I can't remember the last time we had a, a Thanksgiving game, day game of this importance. Right. Of For where us, we yeah. are at this point of the of the season. It always used to be, ah, oh, it's Thanksgiving. I'll go watch the team, you know, because it's what I've done for 30 years. You know, like yeah. this is one of these games where it's like everybody in town is going to want to be there. And uh, players, man, like it, it, it sucks playing Thursday games 
But, you know, when you understand the tradition and the history of playing on Thanksgiving, you kind of you kind of go numb for that for a couple hours. And you're just oh, like, I, I got to do, every, do everything I got to do to get through this thing, man. Yeah. Right. And uh, I think it's I I don't know. I know you kind of said earlier, you know, you, you think it was going to be an ass kicking. I don't know if it's going to be an ass kicking. I think it's going to be a closer kind of. We just got to beat it back and forth, and we get man. We got to find a way to just keep counter punching and, and drag it out and bring him into the mud where we love living in the fourth quarter, and hopefully close it out there. I, I just you got some corrections to make this week, right? Yeah, can't turn the ball over, right? Defense, we know you got to, some improvements to make there. Um, this is a game you should win, though. I mean, it's a right? game, you, a should game win, you should win. And when I, when I mentioned earlier, like hey, this should be an ass kicking. The Lions got to get back to defensively what they are capable of doing. And that is one, putting up a run wall, which with Aaron Jones being dinged up, not, not playing, it may play a huge factor in, in how Green Bay approaches this game. Plus one thing that we learned, you know, early on in the season, the lions can turn the ball over. They can get interceptions. They've got to get back to forcing Jordan love into making bad decisions, throwing the ball to us. And then offensively, if, if you can rely on the run, play action, be good on first down, and just protect the damn football. Don't yeah. turn the ball over. There's no reason why this shouldn't be a drubbing. Yeah, no, I mean, I could I could see a path to that. I really could. And, you know, offensively, I know there's going to be a lot of pissed off guys, you know, in that building there today on Monday, yeah. right, based off the – now, look, you're happy you won the game, but you're never really fully happy unless you win and play up to your full potential, right? Uh, that's the good thing about this team, man, is their expectations are so much higher than what they used to be. And they're realistic, too. Um, Jared Goff's a guy I'd probably tell you, man, he played, he didn't play his best game. <laughs> it was yeah. maybe one of the worst games he played uh, throughout the first three quarters, at least, right? But he's a guy that uh, his, his resiliency, his mental toughness, he, he's proven that he can bounce back. This seems like it's a good opportunity for this offense uh, to bounce back because, like I said, yesterday didn't feel like they were getting dominated. It just felt like a couple mistakes here and there. And man, like we, we haven't had the ball in 20 minutes. You know, you're looking up at the clock and you're like, what, what's going on? Well, okay, we're about to get it back. Oh, we fumble on the kick return, all right? Well, we got to wait another 10 minutes. Um, let you take care of the football, man, and do the little things right. That's usually what these division games come down to. You're not going to win another game, I don't think, turning it over four times. No. I can't remember the last time that happened. I even no. asked Dan Campbell. He said, I, I don't think I've ever won a game turning over four times. Um, you got one out yesterday. Let's make sure we don't we don't have to play like that anymore. Though. We don't have to make them close, right? Go establish your dominance. This is a good opportunity to do that on Thursday. And, and this is this is an opportunity for the defense to get right. We talk yeah. about, you know, it used to be the Lions or other teams here in Detroit where, you know, people saw it on the schedule and they're like, hey, it's a get-right game. This is an opportunity for this defense to get right because in the last four weeks, Going back to the Baltimore game, we know how that one was. Offensively, I mean, uh, these these games have not always been one side of the ball, but because, I mean, they gave up 38 there. Okay, the Raiders, yeah, they look good against the Raiders, but so does everybody else, you know, prior to Josh McDaniels getting fired. Um, and then the Chargers, 38 points. And then the Bears, Justin Fields, at least at times, early on in the game, was doing whatever he wanted to do, run and pass. Yeah, This is an opportunity against a Green Bay offense that, yes, Jordan Love is playing better. Young receivers are starting to find their rhythm, but this is an opportunity for the Lions defense to get right. Yeah, and it's right there in front of you. And the good news about yesterday, man, pulling out that win is now you don't feel like you have to press, right? right. Now you feel like you don't – now you don't you don't feel like you're – 
backs against the wall where, man, we got to do everything. We got to play super aggressive. We got to start doing this because we can't afford to lose another game, right? You don't have that feeling. You have the confidence of we figured it out, man. We're finding ways to win games, and that's going to go a long way. So that that game yesterday was just so important just to find a way to win um, because it changes really your mentality going into Thursday's game. Now this does might not feel like a game where – Oh, I got to go for it every fourth down, right? We got to be aggressive. We can't yeah. sell for field goals. We can't do this, can't do this. Now you're talking about what you can do. And that's always a good spot, especially when you're a player, especially when you're when you're a play caller, man. Get, put more trust in your players. Go out there and do it because they've shown they can. Well, I know that uh, you're going to be working on Thursday uh, mm-hmm. because it's uh, obviously the Lions game. It's football here in Detroit. Fun week. I'm going to be watching. <laughs> I'm going to be celebrating. I want to say thank you to everybody that's uh, – uh, has made this podcast what it is. Uh, obviously, here in the studios, TJ, uh, Evan Jenkins, um, who produces it, want to say thanks to all of them. And then, obviously, uh, you guys that are listening, um, you guys and gals, it's been a lot of fun this this season. It obviously makes it a lot easier when the Lions are good. Uh, but we thank you for always, you know, listen, send us your feedback. Uh, we hope you have a happy, healthy, safe Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, um, everybody. And we will uh, we'll talk to you next Alliance. week. Alliance. Unnecessary roughness.